friends, my name is Harmony Miller and I am the host here of What the Actual F. So many of you out there probably like true crime if you're listening to this podcast or just weird mysterious things. Well, if you're new here, this is what I tend to like to talk about, odd things in the world, scary stuff, mysteries, missing people, and uh, true crime. So if you like that kind of stuff, Maybe follow along with this podcast, subscribe, whatever is the option. You know the drill. But I've got a good thing for you today, and I hope that you're ready to hear it. So we're going to actually talk about the Chris Watts case. And I, I just found out about this as well. I've heard a little bit about it, but not a lot. So stick around. Let's talk about this. We're actually going to start with a little bit of background Shanann Watts, when I first saw her name, I thought it said Shannon, but it is Shanann Watts. She met Chris in North Carolina. And Shanann was actually like recently divorced before she met Chris, but that marriage didn't last very long and I couldn't find a whole lot about that marriage. So Chris and Shanann actually dated for two years and then in 2012, they ended up getting married. And then in 2013, they decided to move to Colorado for a job opportunity. And then, did I say opportunity? Uh, uh, did I even say opportunity correctly? I think you get my words. Then in December of 2013, they had their first child, Bella. I love that name. I actually have a friend who has a daughter named Bella. So in January of 2015, like this is we're just gonna like move a bit up through this to get to the actual the goods of the case all right in January 2015 Chris started working for a company called Anna Darko Petroleum he was actually a field coordinator in this and I don't really know a lot about any of that stuff but that's what he did so then in July of 2015 Chris and Shanann had their second baby, Celeste, who they would actually often call Cece. So Shanann was actually working at a children's hospital, but she decided to leave there. And she started working for a company, it's uh, like a marketing thing, and she sold what was called like Thrive. Um, so I, I looked up some of this and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a pyramid scheme. And I'm not saying those things don't work for some people because by all means, you have fun with that. But I'm going to say that I tried, uh, what is it, that like, it was like some workout one, but you took fat burners and I don't remember. I remember it was like, it works. That's what it was. It was a waste of time. It does not work. It does not work. So it seems like Thrive is a lot like that. And uh, I'm just going to go with Pyramid Scheme for sure. But disregard if it's, you know, pyramid scheme or not, apparently Shanann was actually very good at what she did. And she actually, you know, she had a Facebook page, but she would go live on there and show new products and everything. But she also shared a lot of her life on Facebook in general. She occasionally would have Chris come onto the lives as well, but you know, he wasn't always like, yeah, let me be on your live. So she did seem very successful at what she was doing and she was actually pretty high up in the company. She even won a company car due to her sales numbers. Like she is that, she's that girl that when you see the pyramid schemes, it's just like, I own my own business. I am paying off my mortgage and I have a car and it's all because of this. Like she was that. Um, but by the way, this car 
was a Lexus. This, this is not no pink, you know, Cadillac from Mary Kay. This is a Lexus. Um, so you can you can see that she she was okay. You can actually go to YouTube and see all of her lives. I was trying to figure out like how to explain that, but you can see all of her lives on YouTube from Facebook. But um, you can actually tell in these that she's not very shy. And when Chris would come on, he seemed more shy and kind of quiet. Like he just, he wasn't as comfortable in front of the camera as she was. So friends and family of them actually said that their relationship was really, really good. And that Chris was the ideal dad, always there for the kids. He seemed to really love them and just was always, always around as much as he could be. And then neighbors and more friends said that Chris was definitely an introvert. He was very shy, often very quiet. Just, he really liked to keep to himself a lot. So then, in May of 2018, Shanann found out that she was pregnant again. And she went on Facebook, like Facebook Live, and recorded Chris's reaction to her positive pregnancy test. So in this live, she's sitting on the couch with her two daughters, and she's holding the pregnancy test. And Chris walks in, she shows him the positive test, and his response is a little strange. He's just, he's kind of weird about it. And maybe, I'm just saying, maybe it's because he's an introvert and being live on Facebook and finding that out, he might not have known how to initially react. Or, you know, you'll just find out, like maybe, yeah, we'll get there. Uh, so, with Shanann's work, they actually got to go on a lot of company trips. Are you hiring? I'm just kidding. Um, and then in June, her and Chris actually went to San Diego. She was on Facebook Live sharing everything about it. And it seemed like they actually went to a lot of places like this. They just traveled a lot for her work and she would document it. They decided that they were actually going to have a gender reveal party in August. So then June 27th is when Shanann and her two daughters decide to go on a six-week vacation to visit family back home. So they called it a vacation, but it, it kind of seems more like maybe problems had started in the relationship. And you know if you're in a serious relationship, sometimes you're just like, hey, let's, let's just separate for a little while because maybe it's just too much right now. We just... We, we aren't getting along, we need some space apart. Maybe that's what was going on or something, but it doesn't just seem like a vacation, but we'll get there. Um, neighbors actually reported hearing them screaming and fighting, and then they would be out on the driveway fighting, but that, like, that can, like, happened, and then the next day after this getting progressively worse, Shannon left to go on this vacation for six weeks with her two daughters. And, I mean, Six weeks, that's a really long time. Maybe for me, it's a long time, but I mean, can you imagine that? Six whole weeks, that's, that's a long time. And uh, during that six week time frame, Chris decided he was going to take advantage of his free time and do like some extra marital activities. He's basically gonna be a little slut. Uh, one of Chris's co-workers, Nicole Kessinger, started talking. Like, they, they just started to speak and whatnot. There is an actual email out there from a couple months before this whole affair actually started. But 
due to the police pulling up phone and computer records, it seemed like Nicole may have actually been interested in Chris also before all of this happened, like for a long time. While Shannon was away visiting her family, she noticed that Chris was started like being a little different. She felt like he wasn't texting her back. You know, she's pregnant and this is her husband. You as her, like she she probably expected him to be like, Hey, I love you, I miss you, you know, like you're on my mind, just reassurance and stuff. She's away. They probably never fighting. There's just some stuff going on. But definitely to stay in touch and make her feel some sort of value and want. Well, Shannon like I said, knew something was up because she could feel it. And she just notices, like, everything just kind of seems off. So she texts him and confronts him, saying, you haven't called me back. What's going on? I haven't heard from you. This was in, I think this was in, this was in June. Sorry, I wanted to make sure. So she already definitely had a feeling that, you know, something's going on and I need to know. Well, July 7th is the first time on record that Nicole called Chris. They only had like a two-minute conversation, and this was in the morning. So the same night that they have this conversation, Chris's cell phone actually pings at a bunch of different locations, like out and about. Just, you know, he's just out doing whatever he wants to do and still not responding to his wife, because that's not suspicious. So then July 8th, the next day, Chris actually texts Shanann back and says, Sorry, I fell asleep as soon as I got home from work. The heat was just exhausting him and that he loved her. And he has like a little face, something that like it was in the text. Then Shanann writes back asking, you okay? It's like you don't want to talk. I keep trying to talk and I had to dig it out of you. Chris replies with, I'm fine, baby. The last few days to work have put so much responsibility on me with new people. I didn't mean to be short, boo. I love you to the moon and back. Yeah, boo. Okay. I'm sorry. I Boo is a word that I just don't like. Like, it makes me think of Halloween, not like my person. I don't know. If it's your thing, more power to you, boo. Okay. So, Shanann then replied saying that she loved him and missed him and that she wishes that her husband just wanted to talk to her. But he just wasn't obviously wanting to talk to her. Like, he's just like, nah, I'm good. Thanks, though. So then on July 14th, there are actually phone records of Chris and Nicole talking to each other. He also had four missed calls from Shannon. Sorry, Shanann. I'm so sorry. Um, and Shanann continued to call him throughout the day. And those went just completely unanswered even though he's over here talking to Nicole, just ignoring his pregnant wife. Now, there was a one minute phone call between Chris and Shanann later in the day, but the rest from then on just went unanswered because, you know, that little, that little shady, shady fella, he was out at a car museum with Nicole. So of course he couldn't answer for his wife because <laughs> why would he? He's doing some, some shady sloop things. Now, at this point, there are actually records of Shanann talking to her girlfriends, saying that something's definitely different with Chris, that she feels like the relationship is just kind of distant, that he doesn't want her as much as he used to. And like, he used to be, I guess, very lovey-dovey, 
and just all, all about her. And that was on July 14th. So on that same day, Chris told Shanann that he just, he no longer wanted to be together and that he also didn't want the baby. Now, okay, of course, Shanann does not want this. She didn't want to separate, so she actually suggested marriage counseling, which Chris turned down because he didn't want to do it. He just wanted, he's like, nah, dude, I'm out. He just, he didn't, he didn't want to do it. Then, on July 18th, Nicole and Chris share a bunch of nudes to each other via text message, and Chris created a secret folder on his phone. Now, I am not this kind of, like, sneaky person ever on either counts. To do this and to ever go and, like, look and find this, which is why I think he was so worried, but this is a little, this is some shady, just, this is sus as hell. He literally had this secret folder, but it wasn't just like, oh, a zipped folder or like homework, but it's like your porn stash. No, it was a calculator app, but you type in a code and boom, secret photo album. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is sneaky. So he was saving all of these photos to this like calculator app. <laughs> boobies on calculator <clears throat> sorry so then on his computer search engine he was googling vacation spots you know because he was, he was planning on going out on a vacation <laughs> then on july 24th nicole the mistress the side piece if you will it was shown on her computer that she googled man I'm having an affair with says he will leave his wife. So, you know, she obviously knew at this time Chris was married. I mean, like she had to because she Googled it. Yeah. I'm also going to just side note real fast. That's completely unrelated to the story. If you guys hear my dogs barking, it's because there's thunder really bad outside and then people, you know, they're just loud out there. No respect for my podcast that they don't even know I'm doing right now is okay. So on July 24th, Shanann is still texting Chris. She's asking him what's going on, telling him how she feels, you know, just like everything that's built up. And like she had some feeling that something's going on. So she just really, she wanted to get to the bottom of it. You know, like someone's being shady or just, you get a feeling and you you either want to know it's true or that you're overthinking, overreacting. It's it's A or B. Okay, if you have other options, could you, could you teach me your secrets? Thank you. Okay, so for her, it was just, I need to get to the bottom of it. On July 25th, it was actually reported that Chris's computer search engine when he like went on there and searched on, we'll just say Google, okay? He searched on Google when to say I love you and when to say I love you in a new relationship. Also, what do you feel when someone tells you that they love you? I'm fucking sorry. What? Like, how do you not know what love feels like, bro? You, you should, you were married. Like, you, you have a, you have a pregnant wife, buddy. Let me just, and I'm just, even if he w didn't love her then, like, I feel like he would have had some sort of, just a little bit of an idea, but 
I don't know. I've been wrong about stupider things before. So, and it's like it's like he's just he's got a disconnect going on with his life right there. On July twenty eighth, Chris and Nicole go on a vacation. There's that vacation he was he was looking up, and they stay out for a night. And they have multiple photos of this, which you want to know where he put that? I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guess. His calculator app. Yeah, exactly. I you know I really I do hope he did the eight zero zero eight one three five as his code boobies I just I think that's funny because I was in school and I was immature when I was younger okay I still am a little immature feel like we all are sometimes if you say you're not you're lying so then on July 31st Chris actually flew to North Carolina because he's going to get Shanann and the kids well like see them and meet up with them and then he's you know flying back home so the second to the third Chris is transferring several secret sexual images and more to his app because he's talking to Nicole while he is literally out in North Carolina with his pregnant wife and two daughters the family actually reported that he seemed to be like extra quiet and more distant than he just normally was. As an introvert, you can come off quiet and distant, but he was just like maybe creepily in the background, just like, I don't want to be here. I'm totally checked out. While texting his, uh, his little lady, his little side piece. So then on August 4th, Nicole's search history said that she was Googling wedding dresses. You know, as ladies just do, for no reason, just want to look at them. Or, or, because they were hinting at maybe that's where things were gonna go. I don't know, I actually don't ever just go like look at wedding dresses. This is not my thing. I know what kind of wedding dresses I like, but I'm not out here just like looking but if you're in a relationship where that might head that way of course you're going to like that's you're gonna and I'm thinking that's what she was thinking she also searched for Chris Watts and Shanann's Facebook page so then on August 7th Shanann actually texted her friend saying that Chris is terrified of this new baby that he really doesn't want the baby and he's just happy with Bella and Celeste he just, he does not want another baby. And this is obviously like extremely heartbreaking for Shanann. So they're like, their friend says it's okay. He's probably just scared. And Shanann continues saying that, you know, a few months before all of this, they said that they both wanted another child. And now he's saying it, you know, that they don't. Sorry, that he doesn't, not her. She very much did. So, you know, she tells her, I'm just really stressed. And the friend is like giving advice, is saying, seriously, it's fine. I'm sure he's just scared. Please don't stress over this too much. You know, because she's pregnant. She's, stress levels are really bad when you're pregnant. A lot of things can go wrong. So then on August 8th, she has her 15-week appointment with an ultrasound. Also, this is when she decides to just can cancel that gender reveal party that they were going to do. And of course, a friend of hers reached out and is like, yo, uh, 
why are you not having this gender reveal? Like, I'm, I'm confused. Well, Shanann responded and said that her and Chris are just not compatible anymore. That he's even refusing to hug her. He has no interest in her. And he doesn't want to even go to counseling. Like, he's, he just seems to be done. On that same day, Nicole was actually googing, googing, guys. She's googing. She was googling. Are you, are you ready? Marrying your mistress. So she knows he's married and she knows that she's, she's the little side. She's, she's like, she's like the macaroni to the chicken. Wait a second. Macaroni is really good. Okay. That's, she's, she's the coleslaw to the barbecue, you know, like she's just a side. But like, also, why is she Googling that? That's just, I was like super sloppy because <laughs> like I can tell you how that's gonna go. It's not gonna go too well, okay? It's, it's not fashion, fashion, why every time, every time. So Shanann did find out that she was having a boy, by the way, which she was actually going to announce and decided I'm gonna name him Nico. That's what, you know, but she didn't do the whole party, but this is what she was planning. So Shanann also was texting her friends saying that she didn't want to be a single mom, that she could not afford it. She really wants to do counseling with Chris and she just, she's really wanting to make this work. So she decides to go on Amazon for couples counseling books and she asks Chris if she buys one, will he read it? And he says, sure, I will. So of course this gives her hopes that they could fix their marriage because she's really trying to make it work. And you don't know that Chris sure isn't. So on August 9th, Shanann and a friend from her job whose name is also Nicole, but she's, she's a good Nicole. She's a nice, a great person. They fly out to Arizona for work. It was said by Shanann's friends that she was really, really down, she did not feel well, and she did not seem anything like herself. She actually wrote Chris a really long letter that was a last attempt to really save their marriage. She explains in this letter how she's felt, that you know they both said they want another kid and it's happening and she doesn't understand what's going on, that she just, she really tried to attempt in saving this. So on August 9th, it's reported, and this is something that a lot of people got pretty hung up on. Apparently, Chris sends Shanann a really odd photo. It's reported that it was one of their daughters under what seems to be like a blanket or some kind of like white bag. It's not clear what it is. It almost doesn't actually look like one of the daughters though. It looks like the legs are fake, almost like some sort of doll or something. And it's under like sheets. You can just see like the bottom part. It's just, it's real weird. So, you know, he sends this to her and knowing what we know now, which you're gonna find out here in a little while, it's, people think it's like, was he trying to warn her what was coming? Like, hey, <laughs> I got something for ya. That was the worst attempt at a Jack Nicholson. Oh my God, my stomach is growling, I'm sorry. Well, I'm a little hungry, but I'm not eating dinner yet. 
But back to the photo. No one knows really what it meant, but he posted it on her Facebook wall and just there's no context at all. It's just it's like real bizarre. So get this. On August 10th, Chris asks his neighbor if their daughter can watch the girls while he goes out to a baseball game. Okay, spoiler alert, he didn't go to a baseball game. He ended up going out with Nicole. Cause obviously, you know, the slooting it up. On August 11th, it is reported that Nicole Googles, oh, it's, okay, I'm gonna warn you right now, this is sexual in nature. So trigger warning if anything sexual offends or bothers you. Here's your only warning. So she's Googling anal sex, looking up threesomes, and a lot of porn. It was actually reported that she was looking up like a ton of porn on her computer. But I, I mean, who really gives a crap if you're looking up porn? It's no shock, people like porn. That's why it is such a massive industry. <laughs> you little nasty. Yeah, yeah, I'm just kidding. But yeah, no, she really was. She was looking up a ton and a lot of people were just like, oh my gosh, she's looking up anal sex and like three ways, no. But I mean, if that's what someone's into, leave them the fuck alone. We all, we all can be a little bit freaky. I'm sure we can. And like, I don't know, whatever. It just definitely looked like she was, she was preparing for uh, entry to her unloading dock. Backdoor action. You get it, anal. Sorry, just wanted, to, just wanted to say it like that. You get it, anal. So then on August 13th, um, Shanann and her friend Nicole, you know, the, the good, the nice, the good Nicole, the good one. Shanann and her actually head home, but their flight is delayed, which causes her to get a bit aggravated and she's frustrated. I mean, she's pregnant, she's not feeling well. She just, she wants to get home. But they didn't get like get home until roughly almost two o'clock in the morning. So Nicole dropped Shanann off at her house at 1.48 in the morning. And here is where we kind of don't know what exactly happened. And I'm gonna run down and try to tell you this so you get it. At 5.30 in the morning, it's caught on a neighbor's security footage that Chris pulls his truck up to their garage. Now, it's also reported by many, many people that Chris left his work truck on the street because Shanann did not like when it was in the driveway because it would leak oil, which just left a mark, and it was, it was a hassle. I understand this because when I was growing up, my mom was the same way. If there was any oil spots on the driveway, that car that made it happen could not park there. Well, this footage actually shows Chris reversing up into the garage and then Chris is loading multiple things into his car but it's a total of three trips and it's it's not like a clear shot you can't see exactly what he's putting in there because it's grainy and pixelated and everything and it, it but it looks like bags um, but you see him make three trips guys I'm gonna say it again that's one two tres three just remember that. So then at 8.30, the same day, he calls the school where Celeste and Bella attend. He tells them that the kids will no longer be attending there. Not that they are gonna be absent, but that they just 
are no longer going to be going to school there. That is, that's a little, that's a little suspect. So then that same morning, Shanann's great friend, like really good friend, Nicole, texts her and, you know, wants to make sure she's doing okay because she wasn't feeling really well. And also, Shanann had a doctor's appointment that day, so she wanted to see how it went. She just, she wanted to make sure everything's okay because she's, she's being a good friend. Like, this is, this is why she's good Nicole. So Shanann never responds to Nicole, and this is not like Shanann. She feels really strange about it. So her and her son actually drive over to Shanann and Chris's house. Nicole knocks on the door. There's no response. She tries to open the front door, and this is so. Let me explain what's about to happen here. So, it at their front door, at Chris and Shanann's front door, there's a camera, and it's like certain things will trigger it which when this happens, it's sent to Chris's phone. So when she tries to open the door, it's sent to Chris's phone. Nicole then texts Chris saying that she is there at the house. She's worried because she hasn't heard from Shanann. You know, you, you know what's going on, so. And ask him, hey, what, what's up, dude? Like, hey, what, what's happening? Well, Chris tells her that Shanann had said she was going on a play date. And that's all he knew. Again, he's looking really suspect right now because this is his pregnant wife and two kids and she knows there's been some issues. All of a sudden, it's just, she just wanted a play date. Like, I, that's all I know. Sorry about your, your luck. Sorry. Well, <laughs> Nicole is not, she's, she's not taking that. So she decides to look around and looks into their garage and sees that, surprise, surprise, uh, Shanann's Lexus is there. But not just that, because, yeah, like, she could have gone with a friend and taken the two little girls, right? <laughs> nope, because the car seats were in the car, too. And Shanann just, she would not have left without those car seats. So now she's just like, there's no way that she went on a play date and that she left her car and the car seats. This is just not, not a thing. And, of course, Nicole goes back to the front door and tries to go inside again. This is when she notices that the door is actually locked from the inside, which means no one could have left from the front door either. Of course, when she tries to open it again, Chris is notified once again. He then calls Nicole and tells her that she needs to leave, that Shannon is on a play date and just stop, go away basically, you know, like stop, don't, don't keep trying to figure this out. Well, uh, Nicole tells Chris, no dude, I'm, I'm going to call the police. To which Chris says, don't call the cops. Do not get them involved, obviously. She then calls the doctor's office and learns that Shanann never even showed up for her appointment that day. Okay, so definitely at this point, she's like, nah, dude, I'm, I'm calling the police and I'm going to ask them to do a welfare check. Sorry, by the way, if you guys are getting like random clicks and stuff, my software is having some moments and... It's, it's real fun, let me tell you. I'm just not gonna erase and start over on this because I'm, I'm already in, even though I know this, I'm, I'm here and I hope you guys are following along. Okay, so Nicole then tells Chris that she's contacted the police and Chris says that, you know what, I'm on my way home, fine. So police show up and they can't get into the house without Chris's approval. So an officer speaks to Chris on the phone, asking for the garage passcode. Well, Chris, <laughs> 
wouldn't you know, says the passcode doesn't work. So then he finally arrives home. And when he's getting out of the car trying to walk up, walk up he is moving slow. He doesn't seem worried at all, which is definitely, that's not normal. Because if your pregnant wife is just like not responding, like not responding, not responding to anyone, your kids aren't around, I feel like you would rush up to the police officer. So police then do a search of the home and they noted that nothing looked out of the ordinary. The only weird thing was that Shanann's belongings were still inside the home. Nicole said that Shanann had a bit of like OCD and she was always cleaning, everything was organized, everything kind of had a place and that's just, that's how it was. So then Shanann's phone was actually found in between the cushions of the couch. Nicole said that Shanann would never leave without her phone. Also, the bed sheets were missing in the two girls' beds and in the master. So, Chris tells police that when Shanann got home, they had a discussion about their marriage, and they got into a bit of a fight, so, no, he went away and whatever. He then woke up, not went away and left, he just, like, he went to sleep. He woke up at 5 a.m., and then, when you know, just, just, like, left for work. So now news is coming around and they want to do an interview. So Chris does, but he was actually told by Shanann's mom not to do the TV interview because she didn't think that he was guilty of anything. And oftentimes when you do these interviews, people will go, oh, you're a little, you're a little guilty because you're not, you're not reacting and responding how I would, which means <laughs> suspicious. But later on, Shanann's mom would actually go on to say, thank God that he did the interview, because if you watch it, Chris is actually a really bad actor. In this interview, they asked Chris, do you, Chris, not Chris, do you know where your wife is? And Chris says, no, nope, I don't know where my wife is at. I just want them to come home. And he also has like a snicker on his face, like he's kind of laughing, just he's acting odd and again okay think of it if your spouse is missing you know they're if it you know if pregnant spouse or just if your spouse is gone and kids are missing I don't think you're gonna be all like snickery and just kind of like <laughs> it doesn't it's it seems it seems fucking weird okay definitely suspicious isn't it you guys just call that like sus now Gen Gen Z's out here like that's sus suspicious or suspect you know Something, right? Something like that, I think. I don't fucking know. Okay, so now on August 13th, Chris is going through his phone, trying to delete text messages, delete anything that has anything to do with Nicole. Cause you know, he's looking, he's looking a little shady. And uh, Chris and his side piece, Nicole, have almost an hour long conversation. She says she had no idea his wife and kids were missing. She had no clue what was going on. And then on her Google, she was looking up Shannon Watts, sorry, Shanann Watts on August 14th. She also Googles, can cops trace deleted texts? She spends a lot of time like how, looking up how to get rid of text messages. So now we're gonna go to when the FBI interviews Chris. He denies having an affair at all. He says, quote, nah, 
I wouldn't do that. And he also says it's possible that Shanann may have been having an affair. Yeah, that's, nah. So he says that they fell out of love with each other, the relationship was just, it's not going well. That's, no, that's, no. And at this point, he does become a suspect. He's asked to take a polygraph, which he actually does. Now, also during this time, one of Chris's co-workers had found emails between Nicole and Chris and wanted to turn them in. And amazingly, at the same time, Nicole wanted to come forward to the police to share what was really going on. So the same guy who turned in the emails also turns in Chris's GPS from his work truck. So, Chris, oh, I'm sorry, also, by the way, Chris failed his polygraph test, like, miserable degree of failure, almost like, I don't even know my own name type failing. So, of course, with so much, the FBI is pushing Chris to just confess, and he keeps saying that, I, I just don't know, I don't know anything. And at this point, they're, you know, they've got to build something, because they've got all this evidence of some suspicious things, and, you know, he's a bit suspicious. So they look up the GPS on Chris's work truck and see where he went. Well, authorities then use a drone shot of his workplace, and you wouldn't believe what they see in this. The fucking bed sheets that were missing from the home. They're, uh, they're in his workplace uh, drone shot area. So, you know, this is his work site. They see the bed sheets. There's, like, fresh movement in the dirt, like something was buried. It's just, okay? Yeah, you with me? So, of course, they're still trying to get Chris to confess, but he doesn't budge. Then Chris actually requests to talk to his father, and his father comes down, and his father just says, Hey, like, did you have anything to do with this? And, like, what, what, did you hurt them? Chris says, yes. He tells his father that he saw Shanann hurting the kids. And agents come back in, his father stays in as well, and this is when Chris confesses. So Chris says Shanann came home. They started to talk about the separation. Then Chris left the room, went into Bella's room, and he saw on the baby monitor that Shanann was strangling both kids. He says he blacked out in rage and then proceeded to strangle Shanann. He then says that he loaded them into the truck, which obviously we know, you know, it was caught on the neighbor's security, and he drove them to his workplace where he dumped the bodies, burying, or burying, sorry, uh, Shanann in a shallow grave and dumped both of his daughters into these big oil tanks. So they actually even found hair on the oil tanks because it was this like entrance area that he had to cram them into and it was ripped out and left on there. Now when he's saying this, he still has not shown like any emotion that he's talking about dropping his daughters into these oil tanks and he is just no. Like, he's not, he doesn't seem to care. That's just fucking disgusting, by the way. So, it was determined by the coroner's office that the two daughters were smothered, not strangled. 
and that Shanann was strangled. So Chris's defense was that Shanann was strangling the kids first, so he killed her as, like, rage, revenge, you know, how one does. You know, that's a, that's a, that's a thing. So after the murder, the bad Nicole's Google history shows that she was searching Amber Fry, who's the mistress of Scott Peterson. She looked up Amber Fry's book deal, how much money like she could get, what's her net worth, all sorts of things. Oh, and of course, did people hate Amber Fry? So by the way, if you live under a rock and you do not know who Scott Peterson is, he's a man who murdered his pregnant wife. And Amber Fry was, you guessed it, his mistress. So it, it kind of looked like Nicole wanted to make some money off of this if she could sell her story of it. So Chris did actually end up pleading guilty on November 6, 2018, and he was sentenced to five life sentences. So Chris will serve his life in prison, and the real, the real sad thing here is Shanann... Bella and Celeste, like, they're gone. They're, they're no longer here, and it didn't have to happen. If you look up interviews with Chris, if you just see how he is, he has no real emotion about this. He doesn't have pain. He doesn't seem to have any real remorse. And it's just, it's, it's really disturbing. But then, you know, then there's Nicole, bad Nicole, like, can I profit off of my side because Amber Fry did? I don't know, I just, I just don't like her for the fact, like, there's a, there's a lot of reasons, okay, I just, I'm not, I'm not too keen on her. I also wanted to throw in a little bit of, like, paranormal stuff here, so there's a lot of videos that you can look up about the Watts home. And people actually think that there are ghosts on a lot of the footage. And I have seen a lot of these videos. It's pretty convincing. It's a little creepy, a little eerie, and a little disturbing when you realize what had to have happened in this home, and yet it, it doesn't seem like that did. And then you know that it did. It's just, it's really creepy. Not to mention, on police body cam footage, Chris just lies blatantly. Just all I'm going to say is you guys should definitely look this up. Um, until next time, I hope you guys have a great day and sweet screams. Bye, guys.